Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. It is the start of season five of the Gals Guide podcast. Woo! <laughs> our wish for 2023 for our listeners is listeners is to find inspiration in all aspects of your life. And that is why we are kicking off these first episodes with inspirational gals. So I have asked Katie and Bonnie to think about the gals that were an inspiration to them for whatever reason, and then share them with all the rest of us. So if you are new to this podcast, or if you are still hungover from New Year's, let me introduce my own inspirational gal pals. So first up, she is the library manager of Gals Guide. It is Bonnie Fellenworth, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! <laughs> so Bonnie, uh, tell the good people all about yourself as if you have never told them before mm. right well, currently i have like caramel in my mouth oh you do yeah. oh classy yes. mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my name's bonnie i'm the library manager at gal's guide i am also a visual artist i do paintings of women throughout history and I'm almost done getting my yeah. master's of library and information science degree. She's the unicorn. Yeah, almost. So close. Almost. So and close. I'm getting married. Yes, you are. I don't have enough to do. <laughs> right? I love it. <laughs> it's going to be an amazing year. <laughs> so much stuff. You get to add another name to your name. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're going to hyphenate? I, I think, well, I think I'm going to add onto my middle name. <gasps> okay. Even I haven't researched. So I think it's going to be. Bonnie Catherine Just Fillinore. <gasps> oh like my that. goodness. You become the ladies the with all names. the names. Yes, exactly. She's right. going to be a subject of the podcast. I know, mm -hmm. right? This what is happens be when great. you go over three mm -hmm. names? I think so. <laughs> I think that's when the podcast world just mm -hmm. comes like, I got to research you and cover you on a drunken podcast. That is how it works. Fantastic. Nah. Uh, so next up is our book club director. It's <laughs> Katie Young, everybody. Yay! <laughs> So introduce yourself, Katie, to the peeps who have never heard your beautiful voice before. <laughs> you lucky people. <laughs> so I'm Katie Young. Yes, you, you are. Just heard. Yes. I'm also the president currently of the Gals Guide. Yes, board. you are. Yes. I love El doing... Presidente. Oh, shoot. We have a board meeting coming up this month. We do. Okay. We yes, do. exactly. Yes. I mean, important things, but it's okay. <laughs> Um, I love baking, uh, problem solving. I don't think I've ever said that about myself Ooh, before. Yes. But you know, you start to reflect with the new year. And I yeah. was thinking about the outlets my creativity takes. So I'm super excited that we're working on the Galentine's Day yes. uh, brunch waffle bar. Uh -huh. Because I think, you know, that's both the cooking, baking and creatively problem solving. Yes. It's not that we're going to have problems. It's, it's, it's going to be a lot of people eating waffles mm -hmm. at the same time. And so it is a it is yeah. a work. Yeah, Exactly, a so little I'm problem to solve. Forward to that. Oh, I love it. Fantastic. As for me, I am Dr. Leah Leach. I'm the executive director of Gals Guide, and I adore that my job is to be in a library filled with so many inspirational women. Uh, what's even better is that I get to share them with all people for free. I just love the idea of, hey, it's a book. You get to borrow it. You know what I mean? It's absolutely free. It's fantastic. Get this. Also, Gals Guide won a little award 
while we were on break yeah we were uh awarded from the chamber of commerce of noblesville organization of the year right can you believe it (laughs) i can believe it so in a time when all libraries have been on a struggle bus um you know especially politically and everything yeah we win an award and we're still open to all (laughs) (laughs) a lot of our neighboring libraries are having some problems But you're fighting a good fight for them. I'm very much trying to support them. Exactly, because libraries are awesome, and they should continue to be awesome. Absolutely. So this to be welcoming to all. Yes, exactly. So, but yes. So let me tell you the awesome stuff that is coming up this week on the Gals Guide calendar, and I'm going to tell you for the next two weeks because we are going to take MLK Day off to celebrate. Coretta. <laughs> so for the week of January 9th through the 15th, Galentine's Day, you heard Katie talk about it. The tickets are now on sale and they will sell out. We are getting kind of close already at the time of recording this podcast. Um, but they are on sale at galsguide.org and Galentine's is Sunday, February 12th. We are going to be ladies celebrating ladies in the spirit of parks and recreation. It is an all ages Galentine goddess brunch complete with a waffle bar, a mimosa bar, a juice bar and book bingo. Right? So seriously, the event will sell out. So get your tickets as soon as possible. Cause it's awesome. And it only comes once a year. Submission are also now open for the Gals Guide Art Show. Our theme this year is literally inspired, right? Mm, so we're looking for artwork, photography, sculpture that is inspired by books and poetry and uh, media of all kinds, right? Um, also, if it's inspired by flowers maybe you title it flowers for algernon you see what i'm saying so it's inspired by something but its title is something literary go crazy it's really fun so the deadline for the literally inspired is february 15th send in a picture of your art for the show and we will let you know if we have space on the walls for it uh next up back by popular demand the gals guide is now hosting a writer's club every wednesday at 4 30 it is a wonderful time to come Come in and work on your writing and connect with other writers in the area. There's going to be more details coming, but Wednesdays we write at 4.30 in the library. (laughs) Uh, And lastly, we have If Sidewalks Are Safe Walking Club. It's going to be meeting January 14th at 9 a.m. for a stroll around Noblesville. Keep an eye on our social media just in case the weather gets kind of crazy Mm -hmm. for weather-related cancellations. But really, we just want to make sure that the sidewalks are safe. So the following week, January 16th through the 27th, second looking you know in the future times it's almost like we're kind of a time traveler a little bit uh we're gonna air a flashback episode to honor coretta scott king on monday january 16th coretta's inspirational work is the reason why we even have martin luther king jr day uh as a national holiday so we're going to honor the movement the man and the woman who asked us to remember. <laughs> then on Wednesday, January 18th, the Writers Club is going to meet again at the library. On Thursday, January 19th, Film Club is back, and we're talking about a league of their own, right? Such a good movie. <laughs> it's good. It's yeah. got so many inspirational gals in it, because it's got so many gals in it, right? We're going to talk about the history of the film. We're going to talk about the real life gals of the baseball uh, All-American League. We're also going to talk about behind the scenes stuff, because did y'all know it was partially filmed in Indiana? Evansville. Evansville, Mm -hmm. yes. Doubled for a lot of the baseball scenes. So uh, we'll have some fun kind of like, you know, homegrown um, behind the scenes stuff too. So for more information about all of this, go to galsguide.org and click on the calendar. 
And now the most important question of all, because it's the start of season five. Bonnie, do you want to go first? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love a sure thing. I, I appreciate right? <laughs> Bonnie wants to go first. So who do you have for I us, darling? For us. Yes. A lady that's inspired me. Yes. She was one of the, when I started doing paintings of women throughout history, she was one of the first ones that I did. Oh, very cool. And I can believe at least on... This podcast, we hadn't covered her. Right. She's yeah. on a Your Gal Friday episode. Yep. Our student-friendly show. Mm. Yeah. But I'm going to go go super steampunk. Yes. And do Augusta Ada King, Countess of Lovelace Bryant. Bryant. I, I can't say it. There you go. Byron. Bryant. Byron. There you go. There yes. We go. Well, you got all the names in there. You got a countess a name in and a there. title. Squishing it. But most people call her Ada Lovelace. Yes. I love her. <laughs> she's fantastic. She's even got her own day, which I'm sure you're going to talk about she at some does. point. Yes, exactly. Sorry. Yes. I, will, I will try not to spoil. I just, just want to just whet the appetite of the people so of there's even a day named yes. after her. That's how awesome she is. <laughs> but she's also known as the intent enchantress of numbers yes exactly there's a book with that uh subtitle i take it and the hater of numbers (laughs) i have a power (laughs) tour i have been working on the annual report for gals guide i'm not a fan of numbers right now i will be again later but right now we not friends (laughs) my uh when i was going through like college and taking my or getting ready for college Mm -hmm. and taking my sats and stuff my brother's like, yeah, I majored in math. And I was like, why? <laughs> why why would, you, would you do that? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I was like, math? Mm-hmm. Like, not science, just math. Just I math. Like, what? I mean, we need people who are really good at it. But it's just not going to be me. That's important. Mm-hmm. Yes. Won't deny that. Like, right. I'll do it, but not for fun. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, not even really for a paycheck. Like, this is... Okay. But Ada was actually... I think she saw them differently. So... Yeah. She had a different different mind of looking at numbers. Mm-hmm. And that's what she oh. need. <laughs> her mother mm-hmm. was Anne Isabella... And they called her Annabella okay. Melbank. Gotcha. Um, and she was given an education and was dubbed the Princess of Parallelograms oh. by her, what would be her future husband. Gotcha. Everyone's, uh, oh, he's probably definitely in the top 10 douche canoes. Oh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Lord Byron. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Lord Byron is a major douche canoe. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah this is true. Yeah. The poet. Yeah. Apparently mm. his first name's like George. Oh, something. of course it is. And I was like, oh, no wonder why you're going by Lord Byron. Right, exactly. Just poets by George. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poetry by George just doesn't sound like it's going to be <laughs> as good. Sexy. <laughs> yeah. Good time, George uh, poetry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they were all both in uh, the upper class society. Mm. And they ended up marrying in 1815. I think he courted her once. She said no. Oh. And then he like came back around and she was like, eh, exhausted okay. through other women. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, so she had like society, like pressures to her family and yeah. potentially. Yeah. It was still. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's know. a poet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh, Byron ended up leaving when she was five weeks old. I don't gotcha. even know if the marriage was like 
even a year it was like about Mm -hmm. a year i think it was just ada and her mama Mm -hmm. and i think one of the stipulations of the separation was that ada was not to leave the country oh was uh, what okay. I heard? Because he wasn't going to be in the country, well, it, so therefore he, he was going to be everywhere. So, yeah. like, debt collectors wouldn't follow him. Uh-huh. Right. So. Interesting. It wasn't Ada, his only legitimate child? Only legitimate. They're pretty sure lots. another. <laughs> there is at least one more. They're pretty darn sure. Gotcha. It's his, but she's the only legitimate one. Right. I'm surprised there's only one more. How many mm-hmm. other ones? Uh huh. <laughs> it's nuts. Right. Boy got around. I think is what we're trying to say. Uh, but since you know, uh, Mama was salty. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gave Ada a whole bunch of tutors. Gotcha. And specifically, she's uh, looking for them to train her in like anything but poetry. <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a hard hard push towards like math and science and sweet um a poet wronged her one time poetry's dead to me no she came from like a long line of like her mother was given tutors gotcha both of her parents like wanted her wanted ada's mom uh lady byron to have uh education nice and then so uh lady byron wanted that for her daughter yeah um, but she's just weird about it. Uh, anytime Ada got close to a tutor, mm-hmm. she would fire him. Oh. And not like... Not like romantically. Nothing, like, no, just like anytime they're like, yeah. oh, you know, they're enjoying each other's company. She's learning real well. Like, right. anytime they get too close, she'd fire him. Your tutor can't be friendly? Yeah. This is <laughs> weird. want to be replaced? Wow. I don't know. It was weird. Jealousy. Um, <laughs> at... 13 she designed a mechanical bird which moved its wings you know very very da vinci but as a young teenager she spent two and a half years sick in bed um they think it might have been polio oh like it's kind of hard to diagnose you know diseases back then and stuff right because we're talking about the early 1800s there were thoughts of maybe for a while that she like some people thought that maybe she was just being a drama queen oh. and being like, oh, I'm well, so sick for attention. But for- anybody listens to women when they're sick, right? <laughs> yeah, the early accounts have it listed as an hysterical disease that she had. Oh my gosh, yeah. she has uh, hysteria. So people were like, oh, she's just was just faking for attention, mm-hmm. and it's like, but for two and a half years, right, right. I, I think you'd get like, I know kids want to fake being sick or just mm-hmm. be in school, but they don't want to be like stuck in bed two and, and a half years, right? Yeah. So and she was like essentially like kind of paralyzed, like yeah. she had. She couldn't really get out of bed. And then when she did, she was using a like a cane for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, why would you continue that ruse? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Get bored pretty She probably quick. just, you know what? She probably had her roaming uh, uterus, you know, yep. the hysteria. It just mm-hmm. it was wandering around. It exhausted her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she had to, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, when she was feeling better, uh, she did almost elope with one of her tutors. <gasps> the mom was right. <laughs> well, that's what you gave me. <laughs> she knew Uh, or because mom kept taking away everybody she became firmly attached no that's that's what makes me think you know she's taking them away yeah i I don't know yeah i I think mom brought that on it's not creating great (laughs) 
great healthy relationships. <laughs> but yeah, she she almost eloped with one of her two. She, they were gonna like run away in the middle of the night, and yeah, and mom caught him and was like, no, <laughs> mom. <laughs> um, she was also almost a lady in waiting for Queen Victoria. Oh, because they were in those same kind of circles. Wow, She's the upper class lady, very high up. She did end up marrying a man ten years older than herself, which mm-hmm. wasn't too crazy for back then sure and um before they got married uh her lady byron Mm -hmm. made her tell her fiance that she almost eloped with her tutor oh like you had to like spill the tea before you got married (laughs) it is weird sure i mean yay but they had three kids Mm -hmm. anna named after her mother oh byron Named after her father. Cool. And Ralph. (laughs) Ralph. I'll bet you Ralph was probably the most normalized child. I tried to look. It's not it's not her husband's father's name. Okay. I don't know where Ralph came from. (laughs) Right. But it's just like "Ah, a dartboard. (laughs) And Ralph. Um What is it? The Pac-Man characters? Inky Blinky? um and uh oh. pinky and clyde <laughs> it's that sort of thing yeah. where it's like oh rhymey 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 clyde yep. <laughs> um but at a, a fancy dance party mm-hmm. uh she met uh charles babbage yeah. who displayed his invention called the difference engine mm-hmm. which uh was only partially built and it basically broke math math down into addition is like a large adding machine mm-hmm. that could go back 31 decimal places well when it would be fully built yes yeah it the just potential had like of a seventh of it built or something mm-hmm. um, a beautiful giant calculator <laughs> <laughs> but ada ada and charles babbage's like they got along real well um they were very like like-minded mm-hmm he didn't seem to really have an issue with her being a lady. Right. But yeah, like they, they wrote a lot. They hung out a lot. I think for a bit, I think she met him before they were married. And it was kind of like a thing of like, hey, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if he threw his hat in the ring or not. Because right, I think he right. was either divorced or widowed okay, at gotcha. that point. He was definitely ten more than 10 years older than Ada. Yeah. I can't remember but, how much, but yeah. I think he was probably like 20-ish. Gotcha. But that also wasn't all that yeah. from back then. But exactly, like, yeah. I don't know. But that would have been a meeting of the minds, not necessarily yeah. of status. I'm very right? surprised that that wasn't a thing. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Exactly. But the intention of this machine was to create giant math tables. Mm-hmm. Which is still like a thing that they were using when NASA was starting. Yeah, they right. They were just making giant tables mm-hmm. so you would know where to fire missiles or whatever. Like that was mm-hmm. like their thing. Yeah. And then after that, Babbage started working on the analytical engine. Mm-hmm. And the big thing with that is that that machine stored a memory. Yeah. So you would come up, you would do math, and it would come up with a number. And it would like set that number off to the side and store it for later and then do another calculation. And then you'd come back and be like, okay, now take this number mm-hmm. and do something else. And that, that's like where you're getting into actual like moving from machine to like a computer. That we, of how we know of them today. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Memory CPU unit and stuff yeah. like that. It's a much better calculator. 
Um, <laughs> and they kind of got some of the stuff from, there were some looms being used at the time, yeah. which used punch cards mm-hmm. to set the patterns. You don't have to manually pull up and down on the rods. You just, mm-hmm. you had this card, you put it in there and it already knows and you can go a lot faster. It's such a cool system yeah. too, those loom cards. Yeah. yeah. Those were like the, the earliest, as far as I know, like binary system. Because yeah. mm-hmm. instead of, you know, computers use ones and zeros, the punch mm-hmm. cards were hole or no hole. Like yeah. it's the same, same kind of idea. Thing. Um, and they and- still used them in NASA too. <laughs> they still yeah. use the punch cards like the hidden figures ladies mm-hmm. were still using punch cards they were still using them i think with grace murray hopper i think some of the early computers used right. some kind of paper which always makes me think of yeah the paper from the 90s with the holes <laughs> yep. on the side oh the dot matrix printer yeah. yes that lines it up mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> oh the good old days <laughs> the dot matrix printer never worked either <laughs> I just remember like elementary school days where we're just sitting around in the computer lab and just Mm -hmm. playing with the paper. (laughs) And then in 1843, Ada, who was 27 at the time, was asked to translate some of Babbage's notes on, let's see, the second one. Was it the analytical machine? The analytical engine. Oh, engine. Yes. I I always call it machine, but yes, engine. Gotcha. As well as add her own thoughts to it. Oh. It was something like a dude came to see Babbage. There's some kind of lecture. Yeah. I think given by Babbage, but mm-hmm. a dude wrote about it. In Italian? In, yeah, I think it was Italian. Yeah. So. So Babbage went, cool. Me no so, speak yeah. Italian. So yeah, Ada translated <laughs> and then it was like really short. So he's like, hey, just add your own, your own stuff to it. Mm-hmm. And this is where she suggests that the programming can be used for more than just numbers. That you can replace the numbers with other things, such as to compose music. Yeah. And it was published. So that's like mm-hmm. kind of makes it like the first computer program that you're going beyond just using addition. Yeah. Which my joke to that is always, I bet you she would have loved dubstep because that's <laughs> a computer related music. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That is more electronic based. And I'm like, she would have loved dubstep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah she would have had to it's all her fault i know right you know? exactly it exists because of her mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but babbage had trouble getting funding for the machine no like this machine like <laughs> you know you hear about how computers like early computers like the ones in like the 40s 50s whatever mm-hmm. like they took up a whole room colossus like, i yeah. think this thing would have taken up a whole like warehouse of how big mm-hmm. These giant, they, they were having to, to build the thing, they would have had to have like manually made all these giant cogs out of brass. Right. And it would have been, I think it would have been even bigger than those. Like, mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And it was steam powered too. Yeah. That's what's well, like, gives it its steampunkiness. One where it was, yeah. um, a person moved a crank oh, and I okay. forget which one it was. Okay. And it may gotcha. have been both of them, but he was like. You know, if you want to really remove all the people, oh, you okay. just have that powered by steam, steam, and then there's no oh. human intervention whatsoever. Gotcha. Because steam the... is the big thing. I know, right? This is the Victorian area. Get that steampunkiness in mm. there <laughs> to power your giant calculator <laughs> <laughs> that does dubstep. <laughs> well, uh, could do the idea yeah. of. <laughs> uh, but Babbage had trouble getting the money for it, yeah. and. She suggested, you know, because she's trying to be like ladylike. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, if you ever wanted me to, mm-hmm. 
um, I could do some fundraising for you. I could talk to some you rich know, people. Like, you know, <laughs> if it behooved you, kind of a thing. Right. Um, yes. So she was like, so I could raise the money and you can focus on building it. Yeah. And he was like, no. <laughs> I guess in his mind, if he couldn't raise the money for it, no one could. Sure. And just... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. I'm, I'm surprised he Missed didn't, opportunity. I don't know. There's like a whole bunch of stuff in here. I'm like, you know, if you would have just, you know, if they had just gotten mm-hmm. married, if she could have just raised the money, yep. like, we could have had computers. Way faster. Yeah. So a few years later, and they think maybe, possibly, in order to help raise his money for Babbage, <laughs> yeah. uh, Ada starts gambling. Really? She was using the math. So we don't know if she was like trying to like Was she remanding the situation? She was trying to like <laughs> counting. Yeah, she was trying to like do the math Ooh. for betting on horses. Yes. And playing the odds. Yeah. And she ended up owing a lot of money. Damn it, it didn't work. Oh no. like, she should be good. Like she had like a little group of dudes that would go with her right. and like bet with her and stuff. She had like a little a little entourage. Quite, yeah, like a little uh a little gang there is hilarious oh my goodness. but she ended up owing a lot of money oh no, which is funny because like she like she's not a poor lady right yeah exactly um, she comes for money she knows people with money she can get money mm. <laughs> but the gambling she, <laughs> um, and at some point she wrote a letter i got a quote it's, uh, that brain of mine is something more than mortal as time will show the devil's in it if I've not sucked out some of the lifeblood of the mysteries of this universe no one knows what almost awful energy lies yet undeveloped in that wirely little system of mine I say awful because you can imagine what it might be under different circumstances Oh, she was, she was like yeah. you know hey I'm really smart like you guys are lucky yeah. that I'm not like a crazy person <laughs> <laughs> like my dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh. I don't know if he's necessarily crazy, but he's definitely an interesting character. Yeah. <laughs> um, and in uh, 1852, she mm-hmm. became ill with what we're assuming is like ovarian cancer. Gotcha. And she was 36. Gotcha. Uh, when she died, and she requested to be buried next to her father. That's what's weird. Yeah, it's weird. She left when she was five weeks old. Yeah, it's weird. I think. Did it's... they ever actually meet? I can't remember. They never met. Okay, all right, yeah. Um. So this longing, even he... in death, it's like oh, you made your own life. Don't spend it yeah. in eternity next to the douche. <laughs> he would write letters to Lady Byron. Right. Yes. I don't know how many got to ada or uh, not okay yeah i think at one point he sent her a lock of hair and i think she did give that to her and she was mom was like here like i don't know what you <laughs> want to like, do she was like yeah <laughs> do whatever you want with this <laughs> yay did she uh trade it off for gambling money <laughs> i know right um at that point you know she had her own children yeah. and before she died at some point she told her daughter Oh, you'll never live past 40. Oh, my God. Which was crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's just because she spent so much time being sick. Right. And then her, Byron died at 36. And right. Ada died at 36. Right. So her daughter, when she hit 40, she was like, felt that... she was going for it. Right. Like, yeah. it was nuts. 
That's like a terrible death sentence to <laughs> to put on it's somebody. Crazy. Um, but her daughter ended up being she married some other little rich dude. They went over to like the Middle East and grabbed a bunch of horses, and they were like yeah. fancy horse breeders. Ooh. Um, for they grabbed like the Arabian uh, horses, yeah, Arabian and stuff. horses. Yeah, they, like interbred them with English horses. Ooh. And I think. A large portion of the fancy horses now, yeah, of like racing horses or show show horses things. They the can trace ones... their lineage back okay. to the Lovelaces. Those, yeah, oh. like a lot of them. That's interesting because Ada was betting on horses. Yeah, I know. It's funny. <laughs> I was just I was putting that one back together again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. So the horses that you can bet on, a lot of them have a Lovelace lineage that also Ada would have bet on Mm -hmm. had she been old enough. Got it. Mm, Interesting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There is a programming language named after her, and Mm -hmm. it's mostly used for air traffic and banking. Yeah. Ada Lovelace Day is the second Tuesday in November every year. It's meant to encourage uh, women and young girls to get into like computing and science. Yes, absolutely. And one of my favorite things is Sydney Padua. Okay, Padua. It's gotcha. P A D U A. It's the thrilling adventures of Loveless and Babbage, and it's oh, a graphic yes. novel, and it is I so freaking adorable. Uh, did you say the second Tuesday or the second Friday in November? The second Tuesday. Second Tuesday is the fourteenth this year. Yes. Um, but we do either it's on our wish list or we did get in okay. the graphic novel of the two of them, which is like flipping, flang and adorable. And I will look it up. It's so freaking cute. <laughs> exactly. And she actually made a little appearance. I was watching a BBC documentary called Calculating Ada. It's available on YouTube. Ah. But they, they talked to Sydney. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, did her. they? Oh, like they were like interviewing. I think they were on a train for some reason. They met her on a train, and she was just doing a little doodle while oh. they talked. And they showed it to her. I was like, "Oh, adorable!" All right, the book is on our wish list. We don't have it in yet. Nice. We'll get it. <laughs> There's a a movie I haven't seen yet. I've been wanting to see. Back when I was getting into Ada, it was available. I could get it on Netflix in the mail. Oh wow, way back. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's called Conceiving Ada, and I think Conceive. it's got Tilda Swinton in it. Oh, okay. And I think yeah. it's something where I think there's something weird, right, going on where she's like goes back in time or okay. something so it became a creative non-fiction it, it, or a creative fiction seems, historical fiction piece maybe it seems like some okay. kind of weird sci-fi fantasy okay thing i don't know interesting um but she also appears in pbs's uh victoria with oh. babbage oh nice they're showing up when um after victoria's married albert yeah and he's wanting to like just do something right he's yeah. just hanging around all day and he's starting to get he's in the, the science prince albert's in the can yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he invented the can the, yep absolutely yep. Yeah, yeah um but he's just wanting to like do something so he's trying to like get all the science stuff going and oh. they're like they're in there they're in the and she's talking to her and like oh. in the in the show yes victoria's getting a little like jealous of it she's like oh. you're into this like sciencey lady <laughs> I want to be like, dude, you the queen. (laughs) Exactly. Don't worry. No, she makes a little um, appearance on there with Babbage, though. Oh, that's cute. And I like shit my pants when I saw it. (laughs) Because it's a really good show. You're like, like, it's Ada Lois! 
totally get this reference. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I think there was a Doctor Who episode. I got really excited. I was like, is that going to be Ayla Lovelace? Right. And it wasn't. Yeah. It was someone else super awesome, though. I think I remember also screaming at the same time, like, thinking ah. it's going to be an Ada shout out sort of thing. That's Miss Ada Lovelace. That's Ada Lovelace. I love her. <laughs> I think she's amazing. I love her. I love her brains mm-hmm. and that she had that royal ladiness for mm-hmm. people to kind of take her brain seriously. Oh, kind of. See, did you have any questions, Katie? Oh, no. Thanks for sharing, Bonnie. Dun, dun, dun. I love it. We'll have to do. I love we have Bonnie's Ada yeah. Lovelace art. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. It is gorgeous stuff. And I'll put it in the show notes, too, because you have um, basically like a binary, right? It is. Or code. The, the algorithm. Code, like I made her picture out of that note G. Yeah. Which is, it's just a bunch of math. It's like a whole bunch, you know parenthesis awesome. one variable over this but mm-hmm. it's just but it still makes it up ada and it's really mm-hmm. really cool so on a wide variety of levels so i'll put that in the show notes so you can see bonnie's amazing uh ada piece um and do you want me to wrap it up sure oh my goodness the first episode of season five uh well that wraps it up for us this week join us next week for another cool woman of history as the gals guide podcast continues thanks for listening for show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>